Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 454. Hey, that was a Chevy engine, big block, 454. Stump puller, terrible engine to race with. Never had the revs, lots of bottom end torque. Anyhow, um, yeah, I'm your host, Christopher Jones. We're going to talk some football tonight. Uh, We just spent about 10, 15 minutes off the air yelling and screaming at each other, standing toe-to-toe, taking swings all about COVID. So you won't have to listen to it. Isn't that cool? We can actually talk some football, and we won't be talking about this other thing. But, you know, hey, when the four guys get together, we have to have something to talk about. Um, We're going to try football tonight. Anyhow, um, there's a couple of things on the agenda that are really kind of cool. Gary Lawless, uh, Gary Lawless, Chris. No, that's the wrong one. Make that go away. Uh, Gary Stern, that's the Gary I wanted to talk about. Gary Stern, who's the new owner of the Alouettes. He's got some interesting things to talk about. I love that. I'm getting tired of these lists. Uh, missing the boat, cannot play. Yeah, we got to do that one. And segment eight, I'm going to deal with right now. Uh, the province of Nova Scotia has pledged $70 million for a new art gallery in Halifax. A further sign of the government disinterest in building a stadium? I'd say the city of Halifax, province of Nova Scotia, just flipped the fucking bird at the schooners right now, didn't they? And they say there's no bloody way that we're building a football stadium. I love it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that one later, but I think pretty much everybody is in agreement, right? This, we all knew Halifax wasn't going to happen. It was a dumb idea from conception. There was way too many problems with it. I mean, the simple fact that you can't get a plane from Vancouver to Halifax, you got to go through Toronto and somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, it's a connecting flight for all Western cities. It's bullshit. I mean, you're forcing the teams to charter planes and upping the cost. No, man, it was a dumb idea. Anybody who thinks Halifax is a good idea, you, you have no concept of football. Okay. Um, anyhow, that's beside the point. Uh, I'm going to open up the mics and talk to these boys because I really don't know what else to talk about. Uh, we can have all sorts of fun and, and, and games and talking about until somebody gets, gets poked in the eye with a sharp stick. Uh, let's talk some football. Welcome to the show, Charles Cliff. How you doing, bud? Good evening. I'm doing good. We're in the middle of a rainstorm right now, but I actually don't mind it because it's getting rid of the smoke that was hanging in the air. Yeah, we we actually got rain in Merritt today, substantially, and uh, because most of our our, our top uh, cover right now is dust from the entire summer. This is the first time we've had rain since June, yeah. and uh, and we got substantial amount of rain today, and I was out, uh, um, I'm cleaning out the paddock right now, I'm actually lowering it, so I'm digging out a lot of dirt and everything else, I got the uh, gravel truck and the and the excavator out there, and I'm driving, I got my dump tr- truck stuck, it just, it just sunk, because everything got wet, it just turned into a bog, and I, I got stuck, it was pathetic, I'm like, oh my god, do I have to chain up? Uh, anyhow, I got myself out, and that was good. And then I uh, carried on, and then I just stopped and went inside, and my boots had caked mud all over. It was sad. Uh, I'm just not used to the rain anymore. Not like I was when I was down in Abbotsford with you. Yeah, well, we're yeah. getting well. We hadn't really had any substantial rain since I think June was the last time. 
But oh, we've got cool. some uh, heavy rain, uh, fairly significant rain uh, today. Apparently, it's going to rain for the next week, so we're back to normal. Uh, the fall just starting, and it shows in the weather forecast. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh we're we're back to sunshine in another day, so we're okay with that. Hey, I'm coming down there on Saturday. Um, it's my grandson Kyler's third birthday, and the women are in getting their hair done prior to that. And then, they, hey, uh, you might want to grab a, uh, a drink or something. Yeah, meet you at A and W for a root beer. You got my number. Send me a text. Yeah, yeah, yep. we could do that. Maybe you could find my my bobbleheads. Yes, I, I still have them here. I could get them for you. I could actually find them, the ones I've been meaning to send to you for about two years now and haven't done it yet. At least two years. Yeah, that's okay. We're going to have fun. It would be cool to meet up with you. Uh, anyhow, yeah. yeah, we can completely ignore our social distancing and everything else. But Of course. Uh, me, uh, me, I'm, well, I'm definitely. Is, so why not? I'm, I'm definitely virus-free. Uh, I live on the ranch. I don't go off without a shotgun. I believe in social distancing. You know, when you walk down mm-hmm. the street with a gun over your shoulder, people stay away from you. Yeah, people tend to stay from stay away from you. It's perfectly legal. A lot of people think you can't do that. You know, you can walk downtown Vancouver with a, a rifle over your shoulder. Perfectly legal. Nobody can say a I thing to you. True. They they will call the police. The police they'll will try, come out, but... and the cops will come out and say. Well, they get on the ground, you know, and they'll do all sorts of weird things. Like, oh, it's not loaded. It's got a trigger lock on it. What's your problem? And he goes, well, what do you, why are you doing this? Because I can. And they'll go, you know, it's a bad idea. And I go, yeah, I know it's a bad idea, but it was fun. They said, get in your car and go home. Because that's really yeah. what's happened. <laughs> but you go into Wayne Stalls in Mission, which is a really good gun store, and you buy a gun from them, and they, they don't give you a bag or a box for it. You just take it in your hand and you walk out in the streets with a gun and you walk down the street to your car and you get in and put the gun in the trunk and off you go. It's it's yeah. not illegal. That's true. Now, if it was loaded, that'd be a whole different ballgame. Anyhow, uh, let's see what's yep. going on. Mark, what are you doing today? Mark. I'm uh, not doing a lot today, but on Saturday I'm actually going to work. You're going to work, I know. Is that cool? Yes. For the yeah, first time since March 14th. This is, yeah, no, that was my birthday. Um, do you know what the funny thing is that's going to happen here? That I love this because all these guys in serve are, are going back to work like yourself, and they're going to go back to work because now it's over and you have to go back to work, right? You get there, and they're going to lay you off because there's no work. Oh, I just signed Ugh. my um, layoff papers that are extended from October to November. I'm only oh, going okay. in for one shift. Oh, okay. I just shift over to EI. I'm already over on that. So. Yeah, it's Today was my last know, CERB check, actually. I was talking to a, a, a business acquaintance of mine who, who runs a company here in Merritt, and uh, – he he can't get his workers to come back to work. He says he employs 22 people, and he has four people that have showed up. The rest of them are too comfortable sitting at home on their SERP. Once they get their income tax bill at the end of the year, they won't be very They'll regret. They'll regret that. Hmm. It's just, we, it's, we've cut expenses down enough that I think we've actually used – Two or three Serb checks. Dress your stockpile. Most of that money, most of that money is just gone straight to the bank, 
so that when tax time comes and I've got to pay three or four thousand dollars, the money's sitting there waiting for it. Well, that's a good thing. That's pretty smart. Well, Most people don't have guys that smart. That go back to, well, a lot of these guys that won't go back to work because they're making 2000 a month. A week? Guess what? There's no taxes coming off of that. The, the government's going to want their money. they got to pay for all this shit somehow. It seems sort of stupid that it's actually taxable income because, you know, they're, they're, the government's giving you the money and then they want to tax it. Why yep. wouldn't they just give you an after-tax amount saying, hey, this is yeah. the $1,500 I'm giving you tax-free? Because it's a government program, and it doesn't matter what party it is or prime minister. It's a government program. You know it's going to be fucked up. Yep. Well, of course, we know that. <laughs> I'm but it, looking it, at my work shift as more of a social outing than anything. My entire banquet department is going to be there, all five of us. Wow. 55 you haven't seen each COVID. other since March. Nope. 55 people before COVID worked in my department. Now there's five. Well, I guess if you don't need them, you don't need them. <laughs> it's kind of hard to need them. There's not another function for, I think it's three weeks after Saturday. (laughs) Okay, so that's what's going on in your life. Let's see what's going on in Will. Will, what are you doing over there in Calgary? Well, first off, I want to know how anybody lives on $2,000 a month. Okay. I have no idea. It's my Tim's bill, okay? Um. Yeah, I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> well, sorry, I can say it was my Tim's bill and my cigarette bill, but I don't do that anymore. As a matter of fact, today, Uh-oh. gentlemen, is 100 days. Since wow. Nice. Congratulations, oh, Will. Yeah. Congratulations. It, it I'm very proud take, of you. It didn't, take that, it didn't take that long. Anyways, okay, so that's that part. I'm. I. It's amazing how... Other people, people look at things differently from a different way. Because I'm thinking if the Halifax government is giving art $70 million, CFL yeah. team is a shoe-in. How do you think they use all their money? They're gonna give them, they're going to give them twice the money. I'm so ecstatic that this is going to happen. I can feel it. Do they it have in my $70 million dollars in Halifax? Go, I love your optimism. Go, I love your optimism. Go, if they give it to the arts, they're gonna give it to sports. I guarantee. Optimism, sarcasm, you know. Yeah, exactly. They're not confusing. I know the difference. I'm pretty sure Will does too. I tell you, I tell, I tell you guys what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do when the Schooners play their first game. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. buy everybody. I'm gonna buy everybody a Schooner's jersey. Okay. Yep. On Willie. Cool. Okay. There yep. you go. Okay, remember the show. Each a Schooner's jersey. We're okay. holding to it, guys. Charles. We're holding to it. Charles. Okay. Yep. No. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna no, remember this because they're never gonna play their first game. He's never I'm gonna just have to pay just up. In case. No. No. We. No. There's no just in case. Don't be ridiculous. Hmm. 
I'm okay. embarrassed for you to even think and that. And my way. last comment, hold it was on, a my joke. Last comment, I my know. Last comment is this. My last comment is this. To those three coaches in the NFL <laughs> who decided not to wear their mask on the sideline. A million dollar and fine. Fined and got fined a hundred thousand dollars each, and then each of their teams got fined two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. How, you guys how are about idiots. the two? How about the two coaches on Monday Night Football? Oh after yeah, that's, a bunch that's of the coach, After a bunch of the coaches from Sunday had already been that's fined, and then they go out and do the same thing, and they get fined. Did they get fined? Literally after they know they're doing this. But what what is one hundred thousand dollars to John Gruden? Oh, good point. Well, that is coffee. Stupidity. Just keep the damn money. It's just ten thinking But I'm thinking. I'm thinking. The fines. The fines are so high because, let's face it, if the NFL gets shut down, that's billions of dollars. Okay, millions of dollars that they're going to lose. Oh yeah. So so that's why they're getting fined so much. Oh, and justifiably. So, yeah, I agree. Right? Justifiably. I agree. I mean, considering yeah. the, the, the stupidity that's going on in America right now, they, 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 these guys need to be showing, setting an example. You know? They're, they are what everybody believes out there to be, uh, you know? I'm what do you call sure it? you want the NFL setting any kind of an example. Because whenever they do, it's because they've been forced into it because they're going to lose some money because of bad press. They have yeah. never set anything by example other than how to be an asshole league. When you think about it, well, they're they're proving it. They're the assholes by doing by doing what they're doing right now. It's it's ridiculous. Okay, yeah. you know, you guys know the one thing that you did miss in the Hall off of, of this list here, Charles. What's that? I just I'm just going over your list. You know what you forgot you missed on here is the uh, the, the article on Dwayne, the equipment manager in Edmonton, being laid oh, off. Oh yeah, right. that Mandruzic, the guy that must have been in diapers when he started with them. What was he? Forty nine years he was there. Yep. 49 years as the equipment manager, or it, it, 49 years with the Eskimos, but currently the equipment manager. They couldn't leave him laid off for one year so that he got 50 years in. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I just, I understand there's no money to pay him. Yep. So he's laid off, and he's been laid off since May, laid off in early May. And at a certain point in time, you cannot – the layoff has to become permanent. It's, it's, yep. it's labor law. Three months. Right? So, as long as they hire him back next year if there's a season. Yeah. I, I, I don't believe that he's gone. Why would, you, why would you get rid of an icon like that? I mean, this guy, yep. he makes you more money than the players do by <laughs> keeping the players on the field. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't understand. I, I do understand what's happening. I, I don't know why everybody's making a big fuss about it. Okay? You're temporarily laid off for three months. That layoff has become permanent. We can't afford to pay people. So be it. 
You know, yeah, I'm sorry. I question, feel bad for him, but my, you know, shit happens. Yeah, but my question, my question is, what is he worth? His weight in gold. What do you think? What do you no no? What do you think he makes in a season? Oh, he probably well, he's a year round guy. Yeah, he's a year round guy, well, and he probably that, makes fifty, sixty k a year. Yeah. Okay. Are you telling me they can't? A guy who's been dedicated for forty nine years. They no no can't, no. no. They yes, can't I, I, find sixty k. Come on. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. This is a community run team. It does not have deep pockets, and it has to cut where it ha- it can so that it can survive till next season. And when a play, when a, 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 a an employee is not needed, and his his services are not required, then it's just dead weight. And I don't mean to call yeah. somebody who's been there for forty seven forty nine years dead weight, but in reality. Shit happens, and I, nah, I, I, in my no. mind, in my mind, you find the sixty k. Nope, you can't do it. I think you can. You, you can't you do it. The, you get the four, the three or four top paid players on the team. Say, hey man, can you donate ten grand to this guy? Keep him on for the season. It's a good or, PR thing. Or, or if the general manager is making three, four hundred thousand dollars a year, you give him sixty grand. Sorry. Yep. yep. Just my opinion. Uh, okay. Yeah, so that's him. What about what about his assistant? What about the the, the other guy? What about the receptionist that's been there for twenty two years? What, where, where do you draw the line? I mean, you, you gotta, I know you what's pick, going to happen in a football. You got to pick and choose. You got to pick and I, choose. You know, I know what happens in a football organization. The majority of people that are working there are, are working for free. They're interns because there's just not enough money to pay the people that they need. Okay? Right. That's why they have non-paid coaches, special guest appearance coaches, everything else, because they can't afford mm-hmm. to have that many bodies on the coaching staff during training camp. Okay? So – no, when when you can save a buck, you save a buck. You're a businessman, Will. I cannot believe that you're you're taking this side. Nah, I cannot believe there's it. Always there's always exceptions to the rule. Ah, bullshit. There's always exceptions to the rule. You know what? I've done it. In, I've done it in the past with my with my with with the company I'm with. We used to. We used to lay all the drafting guys off January, February, and March because we weren't busy. And then yeah. realize we'd realize it was a pain in the ass to retrain people because all these guys would get jobs. So what we did at one point in time is we got everybody to take an hour cut, and everybody got to stay. They stayed for less hours. Okay, there's ways around these things, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. But you don't. No but you don't lay. But you don't lay a guy off who's been there for forty nine years. I'm sorry. You can find the money. I, I I think that's bullshit. I think you find the money. Sorry, just my opinion. But uh, yeah. I think you find the money. You were that opinion. Is, could you could you keep him on at a reduced salary? Saying, look, we don't want to get rid of you all together. We're gonna we'll keep you on, but. You know, we're only going to pay you this for right now. They already have that with the 
CEWB or whatever it's called, where the employer only has to pay 25% of the salary. Mm-hmm. The government, too. the government until next summer, if if it all stays with the liberals staying in power, the that wage benefit thing stays until next summer. Now, so they would only be paying 25%. It to me, it's just it's a PR thing. And right now, the league is a lot of it. Is, yeah, sort, any sort of negative PR. Well, this is a negative PR thing. This is huge. This yeah. is just be, yeah. this is just thrown in their face. Edmonton Eskimo football team does not at this point in team at time need any more bad press. No. Yeah, they've had right? enough of that in the last little bit. But how many other equipment managers out there have been let go permanently? I don't know. Yeah, as as we don't I know. know the bomber, as far as I know, the bombers haven't released letters. That would be front page news. Hey, Christopher, is uh, is Merritt close to Penticton? Uh, an hour and a half. Oh, sorry. About the same distance from here to Abbotsford, just over oh, a different yeah. mountain. Oh, okay. I'm an hour and 45 minutes to Abbotsford from here if I'm really booting it. And Penticton, okay. it I got to go across the connector to Peachland and then drop south to Penticton or go north to Kelowna. The thriving metropolis of Peachland. Yeah. Uh, yes, I've been there. Yeah. Okay, you guys ready to talk some football? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking football. I know we're talking football. We're just talking about this thing because I just—it was segment eight. I just moved it up because I thought that it was. Oh no, that was Nova Scotia. Uh, yeah, I thought this yeah. was important, and, and we needed to talk about this one. It is. It is. Okay. So let's talk about uh, football. And oh snap! What happened here? Reload. I hate it when f- football says that, or Facebook says that. It says, "Oh snap!" Okay, so week fifteen in our. Um, fictitious 2020 CFL season. Okay. Uh, Here's how the picks went down. Uh, We had Edmonton and Montreal were playing off their uh, points were five points split on it because Montreal's uh, home team, Edmonton was a higher ranking team. And oh my God, was it important. If it had gone the other way, that would have been devastating. So the final score was 57-56. Barn burner for the Edmonton Eskimos over the Montreal Alouettes. Yay, team. Okay, uh, Charles, you picked Edmonton for two points. Will, you took Edmonton for two points. Mark, Edmonton for two points. And CJ, Edmonton for two points. Okay, we just picked Edmonton straight across the board. Everybody got two points. And that's about the last pick I won. Okay, uh, next game was the Calgary Stampeders. Against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, the Saskatchewan home team, higher-ranked team, got the 10-point bonus. Ah, but it did them absolutely no good. They rolled snake eyes. uh, 11 points, uh, 10-point bonus for 21. Calgary uh, was 36, 36 points. Uh, The Calgary Stampeders were victorious. Charles, you picked Saskatchewan. You failed there. Uh, Will, you got... You got the Stampeders, Mark. You grabbed the Stampeders, and CJ went with, plugged his nose and took the Riders. No points there for me. No points for Charles. 
But you did do good on the, on this week, Charles. You, you made up some ground. I you made that's up some ground. The only one I yeah. got wrong. Yeah. Ottawa. Ottawa Red Blacks into Toronto. Toronto with a 10-point bonus, and uh, that didn't do them enough. They needed a 20-point bonus. Uh, Ottawa won this game 34-24. Uh, Charles, you took Ottawa. Will, Ottawa, Toronto, uh, and CJ and Mark uh, took a Toronto. Uh, no points there for us, Buzz. Uh, last game of the week was the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Playing the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Winnipeg Blue Bombers had a 10-point bonus, higher-ranked home team. Hamilton scored a whopping 13 points, and uh, Winnipeg finished off with 44. I picked the hammer. So did Mark, for some strange reason. So did Will. Charles, you're the only one that took the the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And it paid off. So you got two points. So there you go. You got six for the week. Will got six for the week. Mark got four for the week, and CJ pulling up the back end with two. Uh, Podcaster standing, CJ now has uh, 79 points. Uh, Charles closed some gap here. He's now got 73. Mark, you got 53, and Will is just cruising up the back end there with 41 points. Okay, you may catch Mark yet. We'll see what happens here. Okay, now the standings. Now, um, Sparky has gone and divided this up because we've been going under one division the entire season and, you know, higher ranked team and everything else, which is going to be a little challenging now that the the divisions are split. But we'll see what happens. Um, So the Western Division, BC Lions are now 12-1 and and have clinched a playoff position. This is why he split it into the divisions. Saskatchewan is 9-3-1. Calgary is 8-5. Edmonton is 5-8. Winnipeg is 5-8 in the basement of the Western Division. Uh, Defending Grey Cup champions in the basement. Oh, my God. Just dragging the back end. Sucking the hind tit, so to speak. Eastern Division, Toronto is out in front there with a 8-4-1 record. Ottawa is 7-7 seven and seven right behind them. Uh, wow. How are they 7-7? Seven seven? That just, math doesn't work there. But that's okay. It's all about uh, uh, buys, right? Buy nights. Uh, Hamilton, 3-10. Uh, and ten. Oh my God! Montreal one and twelve, opposite to the BC Lions. Okay, so that's how the playoff or the uh, CFL week in review. What was this week fifteen? Now we've got week sixteen here, and we have Montreal and Hamilton are playing off. Hamilton's the uh, higher ranked team. Hamilton is the home team, so they get a ten point bonus. Charles. Montreal, Ticats. Ooh, I think I'm going to go ahead and take that 10-point cushion, and I'm going to go with the Ticats. William, Montreal, Al. Montreal. 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 And Mark. Yeah. Uh, Montreal. Montreal. Yes, I'm flipping the coin for every game. Okay, well, I'm going to take the Ticats. Ticats. So there we got we got Charles and CJ are picking the hammer. So there's no nothing's going to change there. So we'll see what happens here. Uh, we got Winnipeg and Calgary. Winnipeg and Calgary. Um, Calgary being the higher ranked team and being the home team. So they get a ten point bonus against Winnipeg. Charles, who are you going to take? 
sorry, Winnipeg and uh, who's the Calgary? Who? Calgary. 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 And they've got the they've got the the, the um, home team. The home ten team, points. so they get the extra ten points. So were you not paying hmm. attention? Part of me. <laughs> were you not listening? Sorry, you're not I was listening just to me. You're, you're acting I like was Will. Something up off the ground. <laughs> uh, Winnipeg no, and Calgary, 10 Calgary point. ten point bonus. Who you've taken? Yeah, I'm. I, you know what? It, to me, it's just good uh, thing to take the ten points here. So I'm going to go with Calgary. They're a good really team, so I like Calgary. William. Yes. Um, I got to catch up, Winnipeg. Hmm. <laughs> That's not how you catch up, Mark. <laughs> oh, Calgary. You're going with I like Calgary. I think we can actually hear I'm the coin too in the back. Oh, of course. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we can see it. So he could be making this shit up as he's going along, right? Aren't we all? Uh, CJ's taking Calgary, too. It's the Stampeders, 10 points. It's going to need it. Uh, last game here. This is going to be a, this is a back-to-back home-and-home series for the Ottawa-Toronto teams. So now, now we've got Toronto on the road in Ottawa. So it's a five-point <sighs> split. Ottawa being the home team. Toronto the higher-ranked team. Charles, who are you going to take? Okay, so uh sorry, who we got playing in this one? No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> uh I think I am going I'm gonna go Ottawa. with Toronto on this one. I just don't like picking Ottawa. I I know it's just a roll of the dice, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna pick Toronto because I don't think Ottawa's very good and I think it'll rub off on the dice. Jeez, I don't know. Why are you picking the same thing teams I'm picking? William, go ahead. Well, great minds take alike. Yeah. I'm Ottawa. Ottawa. You're taking Ottawa. Will's going with the Red Blacks. Uh, Mark, what are you going to do here? Toronto. You're taking Toronto? Taking well, Toronto. just for the sake of argument, Ottawa won last week in a bit of a uh, not really a shootout. Toronto had the 10-point bonus, and uh, Ottawa beat them. Toronto is five and five points now, and God, it's a, I want to take Toronto, but you know I don't want to follow Charles all over the place. But I'm, I'm taking Toronto just because. Sorry, and I guess think we're going to take the same team on the last one here. We got the Saskatchewan Rough Riders into BC. BC higher ranked team, home field, home team advantage. Uh, they are the ten point favorite. Uh, Charles. Got to say it for me. Well, I'm taking BC, of course. Hey, I mean, William. Goes without yeah, no argument. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. No, who's on first? Playing. I wasn't listening. Saskatchewan and BC. Saskatchewan and BC, well, fuck. That's obvious. I'm going to pick Saskatchewan. <laughs> You're picking Saskatchewan? Are you, are you serious? Yeah. Or are you just... Okay. Yeah. Well, you, no, I don't. You've never it done that. It. Well, I got to catch up. Mark. BC. And CJ's taking the Lions. Okay. So hopefully Sparky caught all of that, and if not, I've got it written down. He can play it over and over and over again and listen to our voices over and over and over again if he has to, I guess. 
Okay, so uh, Alouette's owner, Gary Stern, says the league will get a financial boost by making changes. Well, here's the thing. They've been doing the same thing over and over and over and over again for as long as I've known this league around, and they keep expecting different results. So that basically is the definition of insanity. Um, so he's saying that w- there has to be changes, and they will get a financial boost. Well, duh. I, I think this kind of goes, we've been talking about this for the last few weeks. It's time for me to write another article in my essay on the CFL. But yeah, 100%, you have to do something different, because what you're doing mm-hmm. ain't fucking working. This is where they can reinvent themselves. Thank you, Captain Obvious. You know, yes, exactly, Charles. Reinvent yourself. Come out as a new divi- new new league. New some, something's got to change, mm-hmm. right? And you've already got the best best sport. Hard to tweak the rules to make it any better. So something's got to change. What's it going to be? Now, I, I don't know if we got the right guy in charge for this, but go on. We don't have anybody in charge. Okay? Yeah. But yeah. Here, here's, a, here's a question for you. And, William, you're a businessman, and you like to go to Timmy's, right? Yeah. Yes, Good. I do. You are listening. Thank you. Um, yes, I was. Do you believe that all of the Tim Horton owners, because most of them are individually owned, okay, there's very few that are actual, actual – um, corporate stores uh so they're all franchised do you believe that the owners dictate policy to head office no do you believe that any franchise dictates policy to head office no why should the cfl be any different Easiest answer on that is because it's the CFL. Well, that's interesting. That's my perspective. Why do the owners run the league? That's interesting. That's interesting. You know, the league should be an independent body, and it should be running itself for the betterment of all of the teams. Not any one team. Not one team should be a bully and be able to push the league around. I believe is happening. Is this is this coming up to your point where the CFL should be sold sold to MLS or whatever the heck they're called? MLSE. MLB. MLSE. Possibly. Or um, back in one of our previous posts on on the Let's Talk Facebook group, um, Lonnie Gleberman stated that at one point in time when he was an owner of the, in the CFL, that an investment bank wanted to purchase the league and run it independently of the owners. And I'm going, well, why didn't that happen? <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay. Because the so, owners are running the league. Because the owners are running the league. And why are franchisees telling the, the head office what to do? Because it not possible you don't do that shit so when we actually had a commissioner that was running the league the way that it should be run they fired him well speaking of commissioners 
or lack thereof. Didn't you guys see that? Didn't you see the post today on let? I think it was Let's Talk CFL about the guy going on and on about what a great commissioner. What's his face was Mark Cohen? Yeah. Oh no, no, please, really? Yes. Oh yes. I I was looking for your comments, Christopher. Obviously, you didn't see that because no, I haven't I wanted, seen it. No. I wanted to see them. I wanted to see them because. It was pretty the funny. best comment in that thread right now is the guy that compared Ambrosi to Donald Crump. Yeah, okay. It fits. I did read all of them. I just happened to wing by it, and I was like, oh, I'm not going there today. I, I, can't, I can't get that. What, I can't what, what, get that what, invested. What was this? What, what's the picture? Was the question, comment? Because I'm going, I can't find anything. Um, it was... It was uh, Mark Cohen came from the NBA, I do believe. Zach, he was a marketing. Nick, I think he was a, yeah, he was a marketing executive, and they said he just did a great job, and he just marketed the league like nobody has, and just went on and on and on. And I just kept on going because I just didn't have the time today to invest. So I, I can't. Find- Post. I don't know if it was in Let's Talk. It must have been somewhere else. Was it? Was it in Let's Talk, Charles or Chris or uh, Mark? I can't remember. I can't even remember. Yeah, it was in Let's Talk because I think it was Zach Nick who okay. put it up. Okay. Okay. Um, Charles just emailed us. Said that his phone line has dropped and his internet went down. Uh, he is in a bit of a storm down there in Abbey right now, so I'm not sure whether or not he's going to come back. Uh, if you want us back, Charles, if you can hear us at all, give, put put up the number and I can phone you back. But uh, I can't see how the Internet – oh, the Internet went down, but he probably is texting on his phone because his cell is working. So the the landlines are gone for Charles. Um, if you want me to call your cell, Charles – I should type this. Okay, he wants me to call him, so I will see what happens. Um, now I gotta find this. I gotta find this thing because I have, up, have to deal with this moron. Punch up Zach's name, Z A C H. It should bring you to the comments. It should show what comments he's made. Charles, oh, yeah, there? I'm back. Yeah, I'm back okay, finally. There we go. Yeah. That was just weird. My internet my went down, and at the very same time, my phone line uh, went down. But now they appear to both be back, so it was weird. What's the guy's very last weird. name? It's Nick, is it? Nick. Zach Nick. N-I-C-K. Oh, him. Well, I think it was him that put up that comment on um, Let's Talk CFL. Yeah, I missed that. Oh, Mark Cohan being the greatest ever. Oh, uh, right. I remember seeing something about that. Yeah. I did like the comparison of Ambrosi and Donald Crump. Uh, They could go as the two worst. Let's see if we can find it here. Well, I, I've got it here. Okay, yeah. 
Something that has been on my mind recently. Mark Colhan was hired to be the CFL commissioner following a successful career as a longtime NBA marketing executive. He ended up being a highly successful commission with the CFL, though a bold vi- through a bold vision and helped the league significantly grow revenues and stadium attendance during his tenure. Randy Ambrosi was hired following a career as a check notes mutual fund CEO. Even before the pandemic, he was struggling to gain momentum and was not exactly headed in an upward trajectory. Ambrosi had zero experience managing a sports entity prior to his hire, whereas the NBA has grown exponentially through savvy marketing and big-name personalities over the past three decades. The mutual fund business has slowly been dying in Canada. Does anyone else see a correlation here? It was just too. It was just too complicated to comment on. Okay. But I mean, he's not necessarily wrong. Yes, he is. He's one hundred percent wrong. The CFL started stopped started dropping numbers in two thousand and seven, which was the first year that Cohen came as in as commissioner. He did not bring up attendance in this. I thought he was period. Okay, maybe that was before that. Honestly, the only thing I remember about Kahan was he wore like three hundred dollar designer jeans and had beers with everybody in the stands. And yeah, his he baby. The, he, he loved the hobnob. He was a mascot. He wasn't a commissioner. You want a mascot in this league? Hire Pinball Clements. If they're going to bring NBA into this, then you bring up the guy that was in charge of the NBA when everything started to explode and and get major money. And then he moved on to the NHL and has done the same. Batman. Everybody hates him. Every Nobody, fan in the NHL I hates I've never heard a good word about Gary Batman. Ever. The owners absolutely love him because they're making money hand over fist because of yeah. him. Hell, who was before him? Ziegler? Yeah, I think so. But Batman's been there forever. Yep. They're talking that... Um, when he comes out to present the Stanley Cup, that they should pump in canned booze because of how much he loves it. You ever see the smile on his face when there's 20,000 people booing him? Yeah. It, it was Gil Stein was right before him, John Ziegler before oh, okay. that. Stein was only there for one season. Ziegler, Ziegler was there for almost 20 years, and then before that it was Clarence Campbell. And I'm not and he sure was there forever. successful. I'd like to see this comment backed up with showing me some numbers of how highly successful Kohan was as a marketing executive in the NBA. There's got to be something out there.
like Will said, it's so complicated and yet so full of holes that it's just too hard to comment. Yeah, and the answers that uh, comments from some people are just stupid. So I didn't even, I wasn't even yeah. gonna bother because no. it just aggravates me. Stupidity aggravates me. You can't fix stupid. Uh, nope. Okay. No, there's no way in hell that Mark Cohen is the best commissioner in the CFL ever. It's just no. It's just no. Just no. I, I, I can't. Seriously? Somebody actually thinks that? Oh, God. Well, to be fair, he is a writer, fan. I'm not yeah. sure who you would classify as the best CFL commissioner ever. What? In, in what? D- define the question. Jake Gadar. Jake Gadar, maybe Doug Mitchell. I mean, where the league uh, had Prospered its the most success, uh, prospered the best and had its best success. In that case, you might say Doug Mitchell, who was the uh, commissioner in the mid-'80s when they were packing in 50000 in Toronto and B.C. and so on. You could put that up. You can go Gadar or Mitchell, I think. Mm-hmm. Sure as hell ain't Larry Smith. <laughs> no, it was Larry Smith. That's that's definitely not, not that correct That guy there. was a clown. I know CJ really wants to say Jeffrey Orridge. Uh, no, I can't. I cannot he say Jeffrey He wasn't on the job Orridge. long enough. Well, it's not that. He wasn't given the opportunity to do the job. That too. Okay. It's it's just a fact. Now you got to understand that Jeffrey Orge did broker the deal with Bell Media taking the Toronto Argonauts off of David Braley. Okay. That was a good deal. Okay. Got him over to move them over to BMO Field. Took got him out of the Sky Dome, Rogers Center. I mean, come on, seriously. I'm not going to say Orridge was the best. He had the potential to be the best commissioner we've ever had. All right, that's fair. He could have done wonderful things for this league. He had the background to do that. The only way I disagree on that is the owners would never let him do it. That's why I say they shouldn't be, the owners shouldn't be controlling the league. Nope. If this if if the league was an independent body and you had Jeffrey Orridge as the commissioner, this league would be prospering. Okay, now I was just looking up where are they now, Mark Cohan, and in the article I found, you you guys got to listen to this paragraph. Cohan is best known for his leadership in turning around and driving the renaissance of the Canadian Football League. His eight-year stewardship of the CFL was a remarkable run that saw the CFL's business model transformed and its brand elevated. Strong attendance, record television ratings, $2 billion in new stadiums, strengthened corporate partnerships, a national celebration of the 100th Grey Cup, 
and a return to the nation's capital where all part of the we're all part of the league's strong foundation under Cohan's leadership. So he was pretty impressive if you go there by this he... article. Who wrote it? CNN? <laughs> no. Um, let's see. FY, it just says FYL staff. So. It, the person uh, who wrote it is not, I don't think, knows much about the CFL. Well, it's, 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 it's music news because now he's a, yeah. now he's the, a board of director. He's on the board, or is the chairman of the board for? Uh, let's see, chairman of the board for the Canadian Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences Juno Awards and Musi Counts hmm. as of 2015. So, so there you go. He was a man. He was the man. What can I say? We're wrong. And he drank beer. And now, by the look of his picture, he's into skinny suits. I really hate skinny suits. I think they're a fashion faux pas. Anyways. There's a lot of fashion faux pas out there. Man bags are one of them. Yes, I had a a Facebook Facebook flashback the other day, or a memory, and it was on me standing in a in a in a pumpkin patch with my grandson and Christopher Jones and my brother commenting on how much of an ogre I was and I think Christopher Jones said something to the effect I didn't think think ogres wore capri pants yeah. true statement and that was the that was another fashion faux pas because the shorts I was wearing in the picture were just extra long shorts. They weren't capris. Capris are usually mid-calf, Christopher, not top of the knee. Okay. That's an opinion. That. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I'll send you a pair sometime for the farm. They go great with your work boots. Yeah. Uh, you... you I just I have no response to that. <laughs> and you could wear that with your uh with your Halifax uh schooners uh game jersey, okay? I I look forward to it. Okay. Might as well send me a Saskatchewan Rough Riders uniform at the same time. <sighs> okay, I can do that. I was told by many people that they were going to send me a rider's uh, jersey, and I actually said that I would put it on and take a picture with it and post it, but nobody's ever done it. Yeah. I would I would never, ever, ever, I want to make this perfectly clear, I would never, ever disrespect a CFL jersey. doesn't matter what team it is, I would never disrespect a jersey. The team, maybe, most definitely, but never a jersey. That's sacrilege. Okay, uh, let's move on. Okay, so um, Gary Stern, financial boost, making changes. We in agree- agreement that that's uh, a necessity, right? Well, I think we all kind of, I know I do. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, I can't see how anybody would argue with that. Oh, hang on. I just got to notice that you dropped again, Charles. You're still here, right? Okay. No, I didn't. Like... I'm still here. I know, but it's that I just blog talk just told me you fucked off again. No, I'm still here. Okay. Sure, it didn't mean Mark. Are you still there, Mark? It, unless Mark's moved yeah, to British Columbia with a 604 oh. number. Hmm. Oh, Mark's still there. Okay, three down nation beginning their top 100 players in the CFL. Why? I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm bored with this. The next one's Pat Steinberg's unveiled his all-decade team. Uh, I, I don't care. Your opinion of who you think is better. Three Down Nation's top 100 players. Are, are you guys, like, excited about this? No, well, I'm I literally can... just putting these on because there's not much else. I'm not picking on you, Charles. No, you know what? It would be more interesting to talk about – you guys have heard about the new stadium in Las Vegas for the Raiders, right? It's called the Legion yeah. Field. Holy crap, yeah. yeah. It, Unreal. it has real grass. It has real grass. Yep. yep. Did you know that? Real grass indoors. That must cost a few dollars. You well, must the size have grow lights on it at night, eh? You see the size yeah. of their jumbotron? It's massive. Yeah. Well, did you see, the, like the, size of did you see the one in Los Angeles? Did you see mm-hmm. the one in Los Angeles? Holy yep. shit. <laughs> Hence why you can't compare the CFL and the NFL. No. They, that, they, they, that, have, they have more grow lights than all of BC combined. Yeah, uh, they do. They're still not as nice as Mosaic. Just answering for Saskatchewan fans. And, and I love the um, nickname for the Las Vegas Stadium. And they played one game in it, and it's got a nickname. What is it? And what is it? The, the, de- the Death Star. That's what the oh, thing looks cool. like. Yep. So they it call does. it a Death Star. Okay, do you guys know who Darren Waller is? Nope. No. Anybody? Anybody? I can't say that okay. I do. Okay, then let me ask you guys another question. Do you know who Fat Waller is? Still no. Well, you guys obviously aren't jazz fans, are you? <laughs> no. Yeah. Are you? You've heard of yeah. Fats Waller then, Christopher? Yeah, I know Fats Waller. Okay, Darren Waller. He's a p- pianist. Waller. He's Fats- a, pl- a piano player. Right. Darren Waller is Fats Waller's grandson. Oh. And, and he plays tight end for the for the Las Vegas Raiders. There you go. Well, that's huh. interesting. And he uh, destroyed the other night on Monday Night Football. He's six foot six and two hundred and fifty-five pounds. He's a beast. Well, yeah. there you go. But I bet you he's got <laughs> musical talent too. So, what? Just because he's black? No, because he's Fats Waller's grandson. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, and Will, since we're on the NFL, yeah. really quick, you were wondering how Chase Claypool would do. Yeah, he got a touchdown the other day. And like 84 yards. 84 yards, yeah. 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 Hey, 
Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not going to pick on Chase here in any way, but even a blind mouse finds the cheese every once in a while. Now, granted he did this, if he consistently does this, then I'll be on his bandwagon, okay? But oh, they're talking one, about a one-off doesn't count. It's kind of like Strebler okay, getting so, his three yards. So my brother's been telling me that Chase Claypool will be something for the last 10 years, okay? Yeah, oh, and I agree. So, he, 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 he was yeah. just a tear in Abbotsford. Yeah, so uh, I'm pretty sure he's never coming to the CFL. Oh, I, I would, I would doubt it. I would doubt it. He's made it down in the NFL. I, I think he's going to do really wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not being pessimistic on him or anything else. But Chase Claypool is the argument for getting rid of the ratio. It is. Mm-hmm. I've, I've no, heard people not. say that he's the argument no, to he's keep not. the ratio. Why? No, he's not. Oh, oh, sorry. You said to get rid of the ratio. Yeah, yeah. He, I would he's ag- the argument I would to get rid of the ratio. That. I would okay? agree with that. Because Canadian players have the talent to make the league on their own talent. Yes, they do. Yes, okay? they do. And if they don't have the talent to make the league, then they shouldn't be playing in it. Absolutely not. Chase Claypool is the example of why we don't need the ratio. Yeah. If there's and, talented you know guys what? that can make the NFL, talented Canadians that can make the NFL, there are talented Canadians that can make the CFL. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And we certainly shouldn't be paying the, the uh, underskilled Canadian players more than the... Um, Shall we say Americans? More skilled Americans. More right. skilled Americans. It's just wrong. I I agree, but lots of people will still disagree with you. That's why it's the CFL, Christopher. Because there's Canadians in it. It can't be the CFL if you don't have the Canadian players. No, it can't be the Canadian Football League. It can be the CFL. <laughs> yes, we've established that. We can call but it the Canadian Football Canadian League. players regardless. We we could call it the Confederate Federal League. <laughs> that would well, cheer people up. And I, I personally that'd go over well. Making, I, I'm personally think the whole key to making this league better and more profitable is to have more Canadians. You know that? <laughs> Fly at it. Yeah. Anyways. That's just a whole nother. I thought he was going to say he put a team in Halifax. That's a whole show. What's that? Uh, well, the stupidity know, of CFL fans? Even if there is, yes, even if there is a team in Halifax, it should still have Americans on it, not Canadians. Why? Anyways. Because I, I think they should. I think they should put a team in Halifax and increase the ratio for that team. I think they should be a hundred percent Canadian players, including the quarterbacks. Okay, I agree, and it will ver- do very well. Yeah. And maybe if Just you about want, as well as Sweeney Todd did. If, if you want to, if 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 it's 
since football season is 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 in the off hockey season, maybe you should let some professional hockey players play football for Halifax. That's not then a bad that'd idea. That'd really draw the crowd. That'd really draw the crowds. I like that idea. There you go. <sighs> Mark, what do you think of that? <sighs> you just reserving comment? Yeah, can't we just yeah. <laughs> What? Move on? Yeah, move on from Halifax? Yes, that would be nice. No, we're not moving on from Halifax. There's nothing better to talk about. Pat Steinberg has unveiled his all-decade team. So let's talk about Pat Steinberg's all-decade team. We could talk about putting the CFL team in Kelowna. No, there's still morons that suggest that. Yeah, Marcus Crandall. We haven't talked about him yet. Who? We just did, actually. Marcus Crandall? Yes. Well, he's part of Pat well, Steinbach's uh, all-decade all quarterback. He, he, <laughs> he should he's be. He's there. He Mark should be. He's, he's the greatest quarterback in Calgary Stampeders history. <laughs> okay, oh, so Lord. who's the number one quarterback for the last decade? According to Pat Steinbach, it's Boldy by oh, Mitchell. Oh, God. Do we have to do this again? Okay. <laughs> Running back. John Cornish. The last decade. The best, the best runner, receiver of all times, Nick Lewis. Are you kidding me? Is this real? Yeah. He's got Adrian Bowman, Nick Lewis, Darrell Walker, Brandon Banks, and S.J. Green. Wow. Okay. Best receivers in the last decade. The center would be Brett Jones. The guard, Brendan Labatt, Shane Bergman, Stanley Bryant, Jovan Oyefoye. That's tackles. Never mind, don't correct me. Defensive ends, Willie Jefferson and Charlton Hughes. Defensive tackles, Micah Johnson and Khalif, Khalif Mitchell. Wow. Linebackers, Solomon Aluminian, Alex Singleton, Adam Big Hill. <laughs> wow. Defensive backs, Ryan Phillips. Was he even in the last decade? Brandon Smith. Yes. Winston Rose. Winston Rose. Isn't he this guy that got suspended or should have? Jovan Johnson. Safety, Anton Pruneau. Kicker, Justin Medlock. Punter, Rob Maver. Cover, Mike Miller. Best returner, Brandon Banks. Brandon Banks gets on the list twice. And the best coach, Dave Dickinson. How is this guy totally and completely on drugs? So they put a guy in that was basically kicked out of the league for being too dirty, Khalif Mitchell. Then if they're doing that, they've got the wrong safety based on that thing. It should be Loeffler. Legal or illegal, the way he hit someone, you remember it. 
So if you're going to go with dirty players. <laughs> hey, Charles, should we just list. should we just go away and let them argue about Loeffler for the next hour? Oh, we no, know that's no. what they're going to do. No, no, no. No, I'm not saying dirty, dirty or not. No, dirty or not. I'm not saying he was or not. He is. If you're going to put Khalif Mitchell in based on his I'm, play. I, I'm not putting Khalif Mitchell in there. I, I have an issue with that. Okay? No, this doorknob of an article is, though. I mean, what, 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 what's his name? Um, God, I can't. Montreal uh, defensive line. Was he a linebacker? Who, who's the guy that take, goes on a road trip every time he's a free agent? Moamba. Moamba. Enoch Moamba. What did he play? Middle linebacker. linebacker. Middle linebacker. He was a middle linebacker, wasn't he? Yes, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know how you put Alex Singleton in there for the one season that he was in this decade. Two seasons. Yeah, I, I don't get seasons. it. I don't get it. The, the only one that I'm going to agree on is defensive ends. Well, quarterback, but defensive ends for sure. Willie and Charleston, hard to argue. Yeah. You can't argue. Yeah, I don't think you can argue those. No. Considering me and Will had an argument about who was better. Yeah, but... I, and and I can't argue with Solomon and Adam two, being on the list. Two seasons, you can't put Willie Jefferson in there. Sorry. No, no, it's... Whatever. We're going to argue about that one all day if we want. Three seasons, because he's on three teams. Edmonton, Saskatchewan, and Winnipeg. Uh, okay, well, Singleton was in for three seasons, too. So how, how do you figure? I thought we said two. He's there was, he was two there for three. Two. He was there for three. Trust me. You're gonna make me Google this, aren't you? Oh fuck! Google away, buddy. And I think you have to have Big Hill and Solly in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with those. I agree with that. Never mind based on their play in Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. It's based on their play in BC. BC. Yeah. I so desperately wanted Winnipeg to sign Solly, if for nothing else, to rub it in Christopher's nose about Team 100 being back together. It would have just been so much fun. I I don't have a problem with them leaving BC. Okay? Not at all. No. No. I have no issues with that. It's time to move on. Younger, cheaper, Solely faster, I can quicker. understand, but Adam Bigel should have come back. Yeah. Yeah, especially after Adam, they let him go early. Winnipeg was the only team that had money left. Everybody no, I get that. Their wad. So yeah. BC had no money left. Otherwise, yeah, that's where he was going. So he should have given the BC Lions a hometown discount, and he probably did. And and uh, what's his name? Uh, Herbie just just went cheap on him, or yep. didn't have yep. the money to do it. Right? I don't have you a know, problem with him going. Right? Well, that was, you know what, guys? I I think Big Hill fits. <laughs> He's a Winnipegger all the way. Trust me. Oh, he is for sure. Like, no, no, he belongs in Winnipeg, believe me. And I'm not talking a football team. 
I'm no, talking about thing in general. Yep. He's perfect for here. Yep. That's why I'm not certain, even going to. No, a certain type of person, a certain type of person or football player, quite often once they get here to play, ends up staying here for life. Or he won't. You just have to look at the players that have stayed. He won't. Mm. I'll bet money on it right now. I heard to say. I'll bet money on it right now. Somebody's going to have to offer him a pretty good contract for outside business. He's making a ton of money. He doesn't need to play football. He just built a new house, if I'm not mistaken, or he's building a new house. He's in the process of building it now, yeah. Yeah. He's here long term. He's not going anywhere. They still go back to BC. Well, of course, that's where the in-laws are. His 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 parents are down in Seattle. His home is now Winnipeg. Yeah, and And not arguing that. Yeah, no, Will is correct. He fits in perfectly here. Probably go to Polo Park and see him walking around. (laughs) No, more than likely Costco. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We have an outlet mall now, Will. Not everybody goes to Polo Park anymore. Come on, it's still the biggest shopping center there, isn't it? Oh, no, no, no. The outlet mall is like two or three times the size. Okay. Where's that at? Uh, Keniston area. Brand new area. Oh. Built up. Okay. This is Big Winnipeg Geography Hour. Go on. <laughs> okay, CFL. Ahead, is, is CFL missing the boat? by not partnering with Canuck Play on their maximum football game. I went on a, a rant on this earlier this week. Now, is this Canuck Play that's doing the thing with Doug Flutie's now, they're now calling it Doug Flutie's maximum yes. football? Yes. And, and, and is it better quality than brand... the other one? Yeah, yeah it is, because they started in 2017, they've done versions in 2018-2019, um, and they're releasing a brand new one, a brand new version that's actually um, uh, been branded Doug Flutie uh, football, uh, Maximum Football. That's being released on Friday. Okay. Now, does and it they have literally a can- have... Sorry, go on. Does it have a Canadian football aspect of it? Yes. Like the other game does? Yes, you can play Canadian rules, and they've got, well, they've got teams from all nine uh, Canadian cities, but they don't have, obviously, the actual team names because of copyright. But they've got the the teams on there, and the jerseys' colors are identical. They just don't have the logos of the players. Even the stadiums are basically replicas of the actual stadium. Really? Even McMahon? Yes. <laughs> really? Well, wouldn't that Every once in a while, part of the grandstand collapses. No, I'm okay, yeah, not so okay, much. Crumbling cool. concrete and big rats. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you, must be talking, you must be talking about Hamilton when the speakers fall off the wall. 
<laughs> oh, can you imagine if that was in the middle of the game? Oh, all the problems when a big stadium had. There was never anything falling into the stands. Well, that's what happened to the Sky Dome, or not the Sky Dome, um, the the um, Olympic Stadium. They had tiles falling off the roof. Yeah, but the uh, the was it the one in Seattle? Oh, the Kingdom, same thing. The Kingdom, the Kingdom, part of the roof collapsed. Yep. Yep. And coincidentally, it's right around that time they started thinking, eh, maybe we should start looking at a new stadium. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Before somebody gets point. killed. Okay. Yeah. So, but. Are they missing the boat I mean, here? One hundred percent. Yep. One hundred percent. I mean, this new version that they're releasing on Friday on the cover of the game is literally a picture of Doug Flutie in his Stampeders jersey. They've just removed the logos. But you can clearly tell it's a Stampeder jersey. And they just partnered this last week. They just announced a partnership with uh, Football Canada because they're going to have like they're they're not on this version of the game, but on upcoming versions they're going to have like internet where you can actually play uh, international tournaments. So you're going to be have like Team Canada, Team USA. I think uh, because of Football Canada, they're going to start adding like Canadian junior teams. You'll be able to play now because they're all part of Football Canada. I'm just thinking to myself, and this was part of my whole rant and so on, saying, look, you've already got this game that exists. License it, make some money off of it, because there is a market out there for people who will buy it. And there's people, I call them Madden snobs, they'll come, it's not Madden, it's not the same. No one's saying that it is. That doesn't mean there's not a market for it. Just a lot of people, one of the biggest complaints of people is that they're not that the CFL has had trouble connecting with the young crowd. Well, young people like to play video games. Last time I checked, yeah, it's not Madden, but if you've got a football game and they have improved it from the from the original version, it's gotten better every year. But if you've got these versions and stuff like that, and it's getting better, license it. Give them the team names. You can actually play the teams. Get a licensing deal with the CFLPA so you can use the player names and get your foot in the video game door. You're not going to get Madden. It's not going to be like that. So find an alternative. Heck, I remember when they brought that uh, app game out that you could download on iPhone. What's it called? CFL Frenzy? I don't even know if it's still available. But I noticed a lot of people went out and bought that and were commenting on it. So it was terrible, why we not? It, it wasn't, was yeah, and it was by no means a great game. But people were buying it. There was people that had interest in it. So why are we holding back here? It doesn't make sense to me. Because it's too easy. Yeah, you don't even have to do anything. The game's already built. All you've got to do is reach an agreement to use the light, the names and so on. It doesn't seem like a hard thing to do. It's just another marketing fail. Yeah, marketing exactly. Fail after marketing fail. It doesn't matter who's in charge, what team it is. It's just constant marketing fail. You know, all of us, you, we already have the CFL pools 
from TSN and everything else. Now you get the video game pools. Right. But no, 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 no. We got to stay the same. We can't do that. They just refuse to partner with anyone. I almost want to think that this might have something to do with their contract with TSN, but how? How? No. You know, Charles is obviously right. It's not Madden, and that's what a lot of people will say. Who cares? There's a ton ton of people who are just going to play video games. This looks like fun. The the younger CFL fans will will buy it, if for nothing Mm -hmm. else, to see what it's like. Yeah. And all the CFL has to do is market it. They don't have to. Charles, you would know this. Charles, you would know this. How long has Madden been around? Oh, forever. Madden, I believe, first came out. Well, the first time I, uh, the first ever Madden game, it wasn't even called, it was called John Madden Football, which was actually, um, it it was a continuation of a game they had done uh, the previous two years before. They had Joe Montana Football which I believe came out in, I want to say, 91 and 92, which was put out by Electronic Arts, EA. And then in 93, they switched over the name, uh, I think it was in 93, early 90s sometime, they went to John Madden Football, and then they just eventually shortened it to Madden. But it's been around since early 90s. John Madden Football came out in 1988 in an MS-DOS format. It also came out on Apple II and Commodore 64 and Commodore 128. Geez, I didn't think it had been quite that long. Okay, I stand corrected. I thought it was early. So, on. In, so it's, in, taken, it's taken 30 years to develop that game. Yeah. And you trust me. Somewhere. And trust 30, 32 years. I had really? John Madden football for uh, Sega Genesis in the early 90s. Uh, Canuck played the, the maximum football way ahead of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, of course, yeah. technology is a lot better now, but, but you know, like John well, Madden to, football was, yeah. I used to own one of those handheld games where it was just blips. Okay. Yeah, I, the football game and was awesome. The football game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I love that. that. I, had I that. played that thing for hours. We're old. We're old, Will. I know we are. Yep. What do you need? Player names on the jerseys for man. When you got blips, you can go like you crazy. Blips. That's right. That's right. My brother Pong still used has to be that uh, game. So we've had that game since it came out. Yeah. It's I just had a picture of the uh, artwork uh, yeah. for the cover there. I mean, it looks like a freaking CFL game because he's got a St. Peter's jersey on it. It already looks like a CFL game, but they won't license it, and I don't get it. Well, um, I was talking with uh, uh, Arlene the other day, yeah, and she said that they are going to do those uh, that roundtable discussion again, and uh, we are going to be part invited back for it. Mm-hmm. You can you can ask the idiot then. Okay. Yep. Uh, Has that, anybody ever be, uh, actually asked them? Has who? Ambrosi, has he ever made a comment about the video games? I don't remember. No. I'm not sure. I don't think he has. Like, am I a video gamer? No. 
No. But the younger generation, they live on their video games. Hell, they play Fortnite for how many hours a day? I know. Well, shit, and I got a, a, a friend of mine who's 26 years old, and he goes to Las Vegas and L.A. and all over the world because of, wow, World of Warcraft. And, like, are you no, shitting no, but me? It's, when you say the younger generation, Mark, they are younger, but my stepson is 42 years old, and he still fucking plays video games on Saturday nights with all his buddies do you see how much country you see how much money some of those video gamers make oh they they make uh-huh. six seven figures some of them some of them uh-huh. are in the millions and they're not even old enough to drive i just put in a screen screen capture from the or, well this is the late 2019 game so this is a new one but it's a screen capture of the auto, of Ottawa and Winnipeg. I just put that up in the group group chat there. Uh, it hasn't it hasn't loaded yet. It's still loading. Sorry, but it's coming. But I mean, the game has gotten better. I mean, uh, the first year, sure, it was a, a new game, but it has gotten better. Now it's gone up. So, but I don't know. Uh, to me, it just seems like a no brainer. You've got this game that already exists. You've got nothing else. You've got no other option. License it and get your name out there. Get your foot in the door, like Holy I said. Shit, that's a that's a Calgary Stampeder Doug Flutie picture. Yes, it is. That's what I said. Wow. Okay, I just tweeted Randy and Rosie. Why is the CFL not done a licensing agreement with Doug Flutie's Maximum Football? I'm going to retweet it, too. Yeah, me, too. (laughs) Am I on Twitter anymore? Hashtag, get her done. I don't know. Like I said, there's a bunch of people, but I, like I call them uh, uh, Madden snobs, complaining about the quality of the game. It's not going to be the same. No one's saying that it is, but still, it doesn't mean you just walk away from it. And they can get it for half price on what the Madden game is. Yeah, and they could probably yeah, the, the that and the, probably the licensing they'd be able to get it. The CFL would be uh, cheaper and stuff like that. They're like, oh, it's not worth it. There's no market for. This is what Todd Mogi said. There's no market for the game or something like that, which I just complete don't understand. I don't know. That wasn't Todd Mogi. It was somebody else that said it. I don't know who it was, but it doesn't make sense. Hey, at least yeah, try it for one season, one version of the game. If it doesn't work, you don't have to. You don't have to continue with it. But why not try it? Hell, we're trying other stuff. We're traveling around to like Spain and stuff like that. To uh, I'm not sure what that's doing, but still. There's players on the CFL from Mexico. They can try out a video game. They can try out a video game. That's another thing. That's something you can market. If you want the CFL 2.0, you got a game there with your teams and your rules and everything on it. You can market that around the world in all of these different countries. Yep. Hey, you want to check out CFL football? Well, here's a game where you can play it for yourself. Seems pretty easy to me, but I don't know. Maybe I'm way out. Um, 
in left field on this one, but I don't think so. I wonder if next year, in the addition of uh, the Madden game, if they will have uh, coaches on the sidelines not wearing masks, masks. if they'll find them or not. <laughs> they get fined. That'll be funny. <laughs> I kind of hope they do. Okay, so we've done Pat Steinberg's unveiled all-team. We've done CFL missing the boat with Canuck play in their maximum football game. Yes, we have. G. Roy Simon is finding different ways to scout new players during the coronavirus pandemic, one of the toughest jobs for football operations. You know, this is actually a football um, article here. This, This actually is interesting that we could learn from, okay? Not that big of an article, but how's he doing? Look at that Chase Claypool catch. That was just awesome. Anyhow. Well, he can definitely get information about the Manitoba Bison. They're actually practicing. Mm-hmm. They're going to practice all season. Yeah. Well, he's also able to scout down still in the U.S. because there's a lot of the U.S. college that are still playing as well. But, I mean, I don't think, obviously, um, That's not I don't know, they're obviously not. No, I guess he's Canada, isn't he? He's Canadian talent, yeah. Right. Sorry, that's right. You can still go down there to watch the Canadian talent, though. Yeah, that's and him. that's what he's doing. Yeah. So, yep. he's... He's not just watching Canadian. He's watching everybody. Yeah, I mean, he's his goal is to be a general manager, right? right? So he needs to be putting in the hours, and if the hours aren't available to him, he has to be finding a way to do it. So that's exactly what he's doing, right? Yep. Hey, I was... Uh... What was I going to ask you guys about or something important? Sorry, I can't remember. It must have been a lie. Or Alzheimer's. Oh, that too. That too. Oh, my Lord. How come I can't remember? That was really important. Son of a bitch. Anyways, whatever. Okay. Who is the league's best trash talker? You guys want to do this? Because there's really not much to say about the G-Roy article, right? Not really. He's just finding innovative ways to to scout, and good for him. Mm -hmm. He's doing his job. Yep. Who's the best trash Doesn't talker in the league? Doesn't want to get laid off like equipment managers. Exactly. These guys have to keep working, regardless. Marketing departments need to keep working. Arlene's still working for the BC Lions. I'm happy for her. Okay. The art of oh, trash talk. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask. 
maybe Mark can answer this question. Mark, I didn't see any posts this week. Did 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 Mr. Canada get into the football game on the weekend? Who? Oh, what? Did Mr. He's talking about Chris Trevor. Mr. Canada get into the football oh, game this weekend? Oh, Strav, no, he didn't get in this weekend. Apparently. No, that's not true. He did, did get in one uh, game. Oh, did he? He did get in one play that I saw. It was like a double reverse or something like that. He didn't run the ball. He handed the ball off to the running back who ran around and handed the ball off to the receiver. That was the only one I know of, anyways. But and he nobody one posted play. a highlight on online? Why would you call him Mr. Canada? Because they say he's a Canadian football icon, okay? You know, we were because talking about Air, marketing. Air Canada already got taken by another quarterback who's a police officer now. Okay? Yeah. So, Mr. Canada. <laughs> since, Chris, since Will brought it up, we were talking about marketing and marketing fails. You know how the picture of Strebler in the parade, wearing the fur coat, holding the gray cup over his head? Yeah. Every Manitoban loves this picture, correct? Possibly. Why wouldn't you turn that into a bobblehead? How many well, of those no, would that? No, 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 no. You put that on a case of beer and fucking Manitoba will be sold out in ten minutes, okay? <laughs> Why wouldn't you put that on a bobblehead? How many of those would they sell? I didn't even come up with that idea. My wife did. It's brilliant. They would sell thousands of them. Hell, I'd buy one for all of you guys and send them to you. Especially Will. Okay, who's got the static? Is that me? I was going to say, is anybody else hearing that static? I, oh, there's some little kid. Okay, I can go into here and start deleting player people. It's apparently gone now. Maybe Will. Muted himself. I don't know. I don't know. No, not so, me. Not you. Will's there. Okay, so... The question is, who's the best trash talker in the CFL? I mean, I've read this article, and I have no idea who they're they're talking about. From what I read, it basically came down to two guys, Charleston Hughes and Simone Lawrence. Yes. Right? But I'm sitting here watching this, uh, reading this thing, and there's an article. There's been times that I've literally cracked up laughing in the huddle because something that he said to one of my O-linemen or quarterback pre-play laughed BC Lions pass catcher Brian Burnham. Well, neither of those guys have ever played with Brian Burnham. I don't understand. Somebody say something because I just feel like I fell <laughs> off the planet. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm but, still here. Yeah. I haven't you're had a good here. track record lately, you know, because all of a sudden I, blog talk kicks me out, right? And it's like I'm almost like three-quarters blog of the way through the show here, and I'm just kind of happy I'm still here. Yep. You know, I'm trying to think of who, yeah, I don't jinx yourself. who I would consider to be a great trash talker. 
And I guess now it would be Simone Lawrence. Is, is he still in the game? As far as we know. I mean, Odell yeah. Willis should be in that discussion too, but I don't see his name anywhere here. He's calmed down, though. He doesn't go anywhere near often as he used to. You know, and I heard, I heard, the trash talker too. Who's that? You Who? cut out. You cut out. Well, Marcus Crandall. Marcus Crandall. <laughs> <laughs> he said. He said once upon a time. He said to a bunch of. Winnipeg Blue Palmers, I'm going to beat you bitches in the Grey Cup. And sure enough, it happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. That Grey Cup will never be forgotten. <laughs> uh, he's my hero. I, You know what? I think I'm going to get a Calgary Stampeders jersey with Marcus Crandall's name and number on it. It'll be the only jersey I've ever owned that had somebody else's name on it. I agree. I, I just I want, I want a Marcus Crandall jersey. I, I really do. That makes me want to get one and wear it to when Winnipeg plays Calgary. Oh, wouldn't that be yeah, awesome? Yeah, right. Because I would do it. Oh, God. This is just the funniest thing. How does he keep becoming relevant? Because we keep him relevant. We keep him. 100% we do. We should get him on this this podcast because we've kept him alive. Yeah, but does it really matter? It does to us. Does to us. It's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Every week, every week, Marcus Crandall comes up. So, yeah, I, 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 how do we get? How do we find him? How do we put him on the on the podcast? I'm, I'm all over that. Know, where are they now? Where are they now, Marcus Crandall? Are you? Isn't he coaching? Doing that? Good. You take care of this for me. You. I would assume he's coaching. Oh wow! In Canada, yeah, good. What about he's good. currently the he's the offensive coordinator of the Saskatchewan Huskies of the University of Saskatchewan. Wow, I did not know that. We could get him on this podcast. That might actually be available realize, to us. Do you guys? I never realized he played eleven seasons in the CFL. Yeah, he, most, yeah, yeah, he was around for a long party. time. Yeah. 97 to 2008. And he was in NFL Europe and the XFL. See, everybody saw the value in him. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Okay, I didn't know this. This is something I didn't know. Not only did he win the Great Cup in 2001, he was the most valuable player as well. Yeah, that I remember. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You didn't wow. know that? No. Now, if he was MOP that season, that would be a real shocker. But and he also and he was also he also won a Great Cup in 2007 with Saskatchewan. So yeah, he was a backup as the team's backup. So yep, he's got two rings. He's got two rings. There you go. He's got... That that's more than the majority of people in the CFL. It's more than Mike Riley. 
No. Yeah. I don't think so. Mike Riley's got two. Riley's got two. Well, he got two. Okay. So yeah, got, I think he's oh, got yeah, one in BC. Yeah, he's got one in the back of the Yep. BC. He's got, he's got more than uh, Milt Stiegel. Yep. Oh, hell yeah. He's got two more than Milt Stiegel. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and definitely two more than Brandon Banks. Yeah. Head coach's voting window now open. What's this? Select one. I Head coach for the all-time or all-decade team or something like that. That's what everyone seems. That seems to be a popular thing coming out now. Let's do an all-decade team because you got nothing else to write about. Exactly. It's space filler. But it's just, it's just over and over, it just gets repetitive. And it's the same players every time. Yeah, so well, what's the difference? You know, you know what's funny? Is I'm looking at this ready-to-vote for the all-decade head coach of the year, and they have Mike Benavides on here. Really? Who gets the vote? Can we vote? Because I think we should all go on and vote for Benavides. <laughs> we'll get four <laughs> votes in. Yeah, you, no, you can vote. Uh, you want me to give it to cfl.ca? I'll, I'll, I'll copy link and I'll put it up on our career. Here we go. Here's the link. Boom. Coming at you. What coaches are on there? Uh, Huffnagel, Dickinson, Buono, Campbell, Moss, Benavides, O'Shea, Jones, Tressman, Milanovic, Austin, and Jamblin. Forget that. We should now all vote for Corey Chamblin. Oh my God! Well, I don't know. Hey, I think... I'm on this. I'm on the Saskatchewan Huskies website, and and Marcus Crandall's not there anymore. Aw, that's so, kind of sad. That's too bad. Yeah. Hey, did you guys well, realize? I didn't know if you guys realized this. I heard an interesting stat the other day when I was watching NFL football because I'm watching quite a bit of it lately. Do you know what the what most how many Assistant coaches and coaches most NFL teams have. Take a guess at the number. Oh, 15, 20. It's insane. Oh, they got uh, like, it's in the double digits. 30. Like, I think 30. That 30. many? 30. There was the team I was watching the other day, they were talking about because they're low in coaches. They only have 17. And then so that brought me to the NFL website and I looked. Average teams are 30. Unre- unbelievable. What, this is American high school so teams? No, no, this is NFL teams. Oh, NFL teams. Yes, sir. I think the U.S. high school teams have about the same amount. Okay, so I, I, I found Marcus Crandall. He's got a Twitter account. It's at Marcus Crandall. Uh, we should invite him on. We're keeping you relevant. Yep. I, I could use some popcorn right now. I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> oh, my good Lord. 
What were what? we talking about before we got sidetracked by Marcus Crandall? Uh, Top 100 players. Yeah. No, no. who's the best trash or talker? Di- oh, best trash, trash talker. talker. I just keep going back every time I think of trash talkers. Because he would with the fans. was Carl Kidd. Oh, I loved Carl Kidd. Oh, my God. He was God. one of my favorites. He would come out in the field in Winnipeg, and the first thing he would do is go straight to the crowd and start beaking off. Yep. And the louder they got, the louder he got. It was awesome. And he did it with a big smile on his face. Yeah, but I mean, we had, we had tons of fun. I, I I mean, I beaked off uh, Troy Westwood so much. Seriously. Like half of Winnipeg, if not more. Oh, no, way before. When, when he was actually liked in Winnipeg. Well, there's still some people who think he's the best kicker Winnipeg's ever had. But... That was Bernie Ruoff. Fuck. <laughs> I was going to say Trevor Kennard, but... There's only one that's in the Hall of Fame. Bob Cameron. Yep. But he was a punter. He, he was a punter. Yep. Okay, come on. Let's do something intelligent here. Uh, who cares about the trash talker? Uh, province of Nova Scotia has pledged seven million dollars to the new art gallery. We talked about and this we, already. I know, I know, but it's it's on the list. I don't have anything else to talk about, so I'm just like doing it. Okay, I personally believe if they give seventy million dollars to the arts, they're going to give a hundred and fifty million dollars to the CFL. Christopher, you wanted to talk about this. Based on what? Based on if art is popular in Halifax, sports has got to be twice as popular. Maybe, maybe not. You never know. And I'm thinking if we play our cards right and we ask really nicely they could probably get Marcus Crandall to be their head coach. <laughs> then Will would okay. definitely cheer for him. Just they would now I become would, Will's favorite be, team. They would be my favorite team. Guaranteed. You know, maybe, and, you know, Marcus Crandall has such a good relationship with uh, Milt Stiegel, maybe get Milt to be the receiver's <laughs> coach. Right? I can see it now. I can envision this, man. I really can. Well, then you got to be like the rest of the Barber fans, and you got to get Chris Walby as the head coach or the assistant coach. You have they to don't have actually, Walby in there somewhere. They don't actually think he should be a coach, do they? <sighs> yes. They would rather have him than Mike O'Shea. What does Chris Walby do now? Anything? He was working for a pharmaceutical company. Okay. Don't know if he still is. 
Okay. I'm just curious. And he works for 12.90 during the football season. Oh, does he? Yeah. As a commentator? No, um, pre-game show. Oh, okay. Analyst. CTOB still has the uh, radio. They'll have it up forever. And is he any good at it? Mm-hmm. He's better than Westwood, and Westwood's on it. So. Oh, okay. I don't listen to it. Oh, okay. Chris Walby is still the same as he was back when he played football. He doesn't drink as much, I don't think, but otherwise he's still Chris Walby. Is he still as big as a house? He is. Because most offensive linemen usually uh, slim down after their career is over. Oh, no. So... Is a guy like that married, have kids, anything like that? Yep. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. He ran for a seat in the Manitoba legislature, I see. He did. He did. But he win. lost. <laughs> and he did not win. And he was involved in various business ventures, such as a restaurant called Hog... City Bar and Grill, is that right? You're correct. It lasted about a year. About a year. Okay. Yeah. And he was also a commentator on the CBC CFL on CBC television broadcast. Yes, that's You knew that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That That was fun because that's when he was still drunk all the time. Uh Uh-huh. Can you imagine putting him and Dunnigan as commentators today? But on the other hand, you can't say oh, much geez. about him as a football player. He was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten year all star in a row, man. Yep. So. And football was his second sport. He yeah, wanted he got to be banned an NHL from player. life from hockey. He got yeah. banned from life in hockey, didn't he? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, he was two feet taller than everybody else on the other team. So. Of course he was, and probably 100 pounds heavier. Chris Walby on skates. <laughs> yeah, that would be scary. Like a skating house. <sighs> yep. Anyways, this is going nowhere. Christopher, you're not directing us properly. Direct us, please. How? You guys oh. are out of control. You guys are out of control most of the time. How do you expect me to keep you in control right now? Hey, we're, we're out of control. That's calling from the pot, calling the kettle black. Eh? <laughs> At least we're talking football. Yes, yes, I, and, and, I, and there's no way that I can argue. Right, I'm just letting you do it. Oh. I'm so lost. You just want to call it the So did you find Marcus Crandall's Twitter account? 
No. That's actually where I was just now, and I one of his tweets was uh, was about hilarious photos at an airport security check, and I thought I'd check it out. So I was looking through Marcus Crandall's tweets. So anyhow, thought I'd share that with you. Because mm-hmm. Marcus Crandall's, you know, the authority on pretty much everything, right? It seems that way. Yeah. Sitting at 5-9 and nine with the playoffs on the line, Marcus Crandall returned from injury and took control. After we won our way into the playoffs, I guess the rest was history. Yeah! No, that it's was, because half of the Bombers broke curfew. Are you Probably making excuses? No, but there is rumors that Charles Roberts was basically still drunk when he woke up. Well, that happens to that's me it. all the time. You, that's you his problem. To me all the time. But you didn't play professional football. <laughs> okay, who would you rather have, Neilon Green or Mark? No, There's no comparison. No comparison. No, no. Crandall no. won a Grey Cup. I don't think Neilon Green ever won a Grey Cup. He won two. Did he? Wait, Marcus Crandall won two. Neilon Green there you there's no way. Not as a starter, anyway. Mind you, he was in the league, what, eight years or something? I don't know. Somebody just asked Marcus Crandall who was better, him or, or Neon Green. And I just go, are you stupid? Mark's Crandall all the way. Like, shit, it's not even a comparison. Okay, um, let's talk CFL Facebook group. Let's see what kind of discussion. We can't go talk about Zach. <laughs> That's just wrong. But what? Zach. Zach. Zach, Nick. Zach, Nick. Zach, Nick. Zach. That article. Although it'll get Will worked up, so that can be good. Okay. What do we got here? Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Mac Henry continues to give back despite canceled CFL season. Well, that's good. I'm I'm kind of saddened about this equipment manager that they let go, but, you know, I understand, and I know Will doesn't. Did you guys know this uh, Junior Sparrow? Nope. Former McGill lineman Spera is battling a new foe, leukemia, and he lost the battle. Anyhow, I thought I'd share that one for you. I read hey, something about that. Know, I didn't uh, see the whole article. Okay. Did you guys know Gail Sayers died today? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Christopher, do you know who Gail Sayers is? No. Uh, remember a movie back in the was that the seventies guys called uh, Brian yeah, Song? Yeah. Brian Song. Yeah. Oh, Brian Song. Yes, 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 yes. He was the the good running back. Yeah. Not Brian Piccolo, the other guy. And he was he was actually 
the running back in Chicago until um, a guy by the name of uh, Walter, Payton. Walter Payton came along. Yeah. So. Where was I? I was just somewhere important. Ah. Uh-huh. I just had something up that I was looking at that was important. Oh, oh, here it is. Um, who's Jason Gregoire? Jason Gregoire. Do you know who he is? Nope. Not nope. off the top of my head. He's got to be some type of uh, media type of personality or something. Because anyhow, he's got a post up here. It says, a former CFLer texted me, the Eskimos have become the riders of the 90s in that leadership. And that's been going on since they made the leadership changes. Since they made, since Hervey left, and they yeah. kept the other idiot. And uh, upstairs too, though. Like in yeah. the board and all that, yeah. But I yeah. mean, like the board of directors and all that stuff too. Well, that's they the downs. Like... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, that's the downside to community football teams, community-owned yep. football teams. It is. Mm-hmm. Right? Is How do you get on the board of directors? You get voted on. Yep. And and it, it's a personality contest then, you know, and it's just, it's ridiculous. I always said that that's the downside. Dead air silence. Love it. What? What? I don't know. <laughs> Calgary 26, Hamilton 24. When was this? Oh, 98. 98. 98. No, that wasn't the BC Place one. That was the year before. That was the Winnipeg, Hamilton. That was in Winnipeg, Hamilton, Calgary. Yeah. Um, Jeff oh, Garcia right. was the starting quarterback. Dave Dickinson was the backup. Right. Wally Buono was a coach. That's right. Yep. Um, that was his last Grey Cup win in Calgary, I believe. What was that? I said I believe that was his last win, Grey Cup win in in Calgary. He only won one, I think. Oh, who? Wally? Yeah. I yeah. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about Garcia. <laughs> no, Garcia only won the no. one, or at least yeah. as a starter. No, Wally was the coach in 2001, too. Sorry, you're right. He was, too. That was DeMarcus Crandall. How can I forget that? That's DeMarcus Crandall. DeMarcus Crandall. Yeah. Well, and the next thinking? year, what, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't the next year? No, that was two years, three years late. 201, 202. No, it took three more years before they hired Matt Dunnigan as the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck. <laughs> yeah. That was entertaining. Oh, yes. Well, as a Bomber fan, I know what it's like to sit there and go, we're so bad and that it's funny. Yeah, you but just, the difference... You make fun of it. The, the difference is, Mark, I knew they'd be next year and Calgary <laughs> didn't really stick, uh, you know. You know what I mean? Yep. They didn't really... I've only sat through 
probably two or three seasons where it was hopeless. <laughs> so, so you know. I have a question for you guys here. What do you think of the new uh, uh, retro wear that uh, the BC Lions have just released? Yeah, you know what? I was going to bring that up. I liked it. Did you guys look retro at it? Retro wear? Have you seen it? Yeah, I have that's what I did. Where, where do, where do I find this stuff? Where do I okay. find it? Hang on, I'm sending you the link. Okay. Here's the article. It's on CFL.ca. It's, it's their new swag using their old logo. Uh, kind of throwback gear. More like Letterman jackets. I do like the black and gray one. Looks pretty cool. Don't know if I'd buy one. Okay, the orange kind of shiny jacket that the girl yeah. was wearing. Yeah. Calgary Calgary came out with one of those last year, and Colton Hunchuck's dad, Todd Hunchuck, bought one and wore it to games, and I picked on him the entire season because it was just ugly. It's a girl coat. <laughs> it was just That's ugly, fine. man. No, it was just ugly, shiny, and so high school. It's not funny. Yeah. Um, I do kind of like the, the the. I like that. The, le- the black and white one with the tiger on the back or lion on the back. Yeah, I'd like the some BC re- like on that. on the front, on the left chest. For some reason, I like that lion. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why. Well, the majority of the Lions logos has always been a profile. Very rare do you ever yeah. get a Lion mm-hmm. logo head on. Mm-hmm. Yep, true. Why has BC never settled on one, two, or three jerseys like uniforms? They have had so many over the years. You know, how many years look, ago was the um, gunmetal, the black? Well, that, the problem with that was they it was owned by Reebok. Yeah. Right? And we weren't allowed mm-hmm. to bring it forward. Yeah. And then Nike took over. And, and then those other idiots had taken over. And because every time that we have a new new supplier like that, BC has, has taken the, the journey. And then that company owns the rights to that jerseys, where the other teams who have brought their other their colors forward or their their jersey forward got to stay with them. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yep. I, I yeah. look at like the Bombers, and they're using a uniform that they used back in the eighties. Okay, the show's over. I got to close it up, guys. Uh, this has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 454, and it dragged on. I'm sorry. Um, I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and uh, thank you guys very much for sharing the time with us and listening to the show. Uh, I'll let Charles say goodnight. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you again next week. And uh, Marcus. Talk to you on Wednesday. <laughs> well, yeah. Say goodnight. I have no I I have no idea how this show has lasted through this season, but it has. It has. Go it has. Halifax, go. Go, it, Halifax, go.
did, didn't Sparky say something about that? Since we we haven't canceled the show yet, he's going to change some some things on our, our thing. Anyhow, okay. Good night. Talk to you guys next week. Uh, go else or whatever. Goodbye. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.